This is the Jeopardy podcast. And now, here are the hosts of the Jeopardy podcast, Jamie and Katie. This is the Jeopardy podcast. And now, here are the hosts of the Jeopardy podcast, Jamie and Katie. Hi everybody, this is the Evil Chocolate Cookie, back with today's edition of the Jeopardy Chronicles. And before I go much further, I want to say Happy Halloween to everyone who's tuned in. Because at the time of this recording, it is Halloween. If you listen tomorrow or, you know, anytime before October 31st rolls around again, it won't be when you hear this. But I'm sending the greeting out anyway because I can. Which is a perfectly good reason, if you ask me. But, then again, I think it's a perfectly acceptable thing to listen to Christmas music all through the month of November, so... Make of that what you will. But we're not here to talk about Christmas music, are we? Nope. We're here to talk about Jeopardy! And we are continuing Champions Wildcard, and I have lost track of exactly what point we are at in this Everloving Tournament, because it's, going on, it's been going on for so long, it feels like. So why don't we just get into the game, and all of that kind of awesome stuff. Let's meet our contestants. We had Katie, Aaron, and the guy from Second Chance, whose name I do not want to butcher. Sir, if you're listening to this, I know you have a name. But I'm not going to risk messing it up by screwing it up the way my screen reader is currently doing. So bear with me. I, I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings by screwing up their name. I know how that feels. But this game was a plot twist. Plain and simple plot twist. And we've seen a lot of plot twists in this tournament, I do believe. We've seen some that have been, you know, had just elements of a plot twist, and then we've seen some full-on plot twists. But plot twistage has become kind of, you know, a big deal in this particular tournament. So, yeah. It was a little bit hard going at first. The contestants alternately took turns finding themselves in the hole. But Aaron did something awesome and landed himself $1,000 on a daily double. He bet the maximum that he could and he got it right. And just an interesting tidbit about this guy. Now that I hear the story, I do remember him a little bit. He was the player who defeated uh, Sam Stapleton, who we saw last week the week before something like that I can't remember anymore too many tournaments ah! whenever it was though we, you re- we remember Sam Stapleton which unfortunately for this poor guy means he had to play under Mike Richards I feel sorry for anyone who had to play under Mike Richards I really do Because their whole experience just reeked of jerk. So, yeah. 
But yeah, that's the contestant aside from the guy from Second Chance. That's the contestant I immediately remember anything about. Uh, Katie got herself nice and stuck in the hole for the longest time. Managed to pull herself back up to Zilch right at the end of the Jeopardy round. Stayed at Zilch for a while going into Double Jeopardy, but then finally managed to pull herself, you know, into the positive where we would like our contestants to be. Um, our friend with the unpronounceable name split the Daily Doubles, one right, one wrong, but the one he got wrong kind of hurt him because he bet it all. But then he got most of it back and... Yeah. It was just it was just one of those situations where the Daily Double didn't want to play nice. And we we see those sometimes, unfortunately. Final Jeopardy though is where the real plot twist came in. Because our our friend here with with the not pronounceable by me at least name was in the lead going into final and then nobody got final correct and this guy bet too much money so Aaron ends up coming back from second place and taking the spot in the semifinals that's why I said this thing was an epic plot twist because it looked like it was going to go one way for the longest time and then whee So yeah, the, this game is another reminder of how you can never predict what's going to happen in any given game. You just don't know. Unless you're playing against Watson, and then I guess you know that you're probably going to get your face smashed. Because Watson doesn't play fair. Watson is just, Watson is just evil. Just just ask Ken Jennings about that. He can definitely he can tell you what Watson will do to your soul. But Watson isn't playing in this game, so I yeah, I think I think we can leave Watson out of it. But yeah, you you get my point. You never know what you're going to see. You just you just don't. That's tonight's Jeopardy in a nutshell. Um I'm tossing around the idea of doing a bonus episode on the 8th of next month. Jeopardy fans, I'm sure you already know why. But I'm tossing around the idea of doing a bonus episode and getting some people up here with me to share their Jeopardy stories and things like that. I want to know from you guys what you'd think of that, if you think that would be something that you'd want to see just hearing people's stories and you know us sharing our memories from over the years because I don't know if Jeopardy's going to do anything and when they don't do anything it makes me feel like they've forgotten about Alex entirely so but I, I just wanted to point that out I am tossing around that idea we'll, we'll see where it goes but at any rate that's basically what I have to say to you tonight so I'm gonna wrap this thing up sign off and as usual I'm going to say good night thank you for tuning in the dogs don't get a say in the matter and as Alex would say so long everybody
This is Jamie T speaking for the Jeopardy podcast, an evil chocolate cookie production. This is Jamie T speaking for the Jeopardy podcast, an evil chocolate cookie production.